listening to the Multifamily Podcast, brought to you by Ron Ruiz and Martin Canchola, co-founders of Apartment SEO, a premier Google agency, where we discuss current multifamily and real estate trends, apartment marketing strategies, and speak with some of the most influential thought leaders shaping the multifamily industry today. All right, we are back and ready to get 2023 off with the bang. The Multifamily Podcast with Ron and Martin is ready for a new year with some of the top professionals in the multifamily industry. Today's guest, however, has a very special place in our hearts for both Ron and I, as she has been part of the Apartment SEO journey since the very inception. We will be interviewing the beloved Carrie Polonsky, Senior Vice President of TI Communities and the very first client of Apartment SEO. We will get into Carrie's career path in the multifamily industry, her experience being Apartment SEO's very first client that set us on the path we are on today, and the multifamily social media conference in Napa, California, and what to expect for 2023's big event. So let's dive in because there's lots to cover. Carrie Polonsky, welcome to the Multifamily Podcast. Thank you so much. It's so exciting to be here. Yeah. Well, I am personally very excited, Carrie. Like you and I have been friends forever. And I know we only started at like three in the industry, so we're not that old. Um, but uh, yeah, again, very, this means a lot to us. First of all, that you said yes to the podcast, but more importantly, that you said yes to us back in the day. Uh, 10 years coming on this uh, April, uh, couldn't be happier. And um, just your friendship alone means the world to me, business aside. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I would say yes all over again, a thousand times. <laughs> exactly. So let's jump in. Why don't you tell the audience how you got into the multifamily? It's a golden age question, right? How'd you get into the multifamily industry? Let's start there. (laughs) Well, it was, like you said, a few years ago. Um, My story, it starts like so many other people's story. I accidentally ended up in multifamily and never, ever left. So my background is in education And when I learned that there was no chance I would be able to support myself on a teacher salary and I had to get a real job, I started selling real estate in Chicago and Chicago's Gold Coast. And that was in 1994. And my client was this guy who owned apartments. And I just really liked the idea of a steady paycheck and not having to like work for commission all the time and feast and famine that exists within that real estate industry. So I went to work for him um, just to have a job. It wasn't really even something I thought I would do that long. I just thought it was going to be an interim job. And here I am nearly 30 years later um, because I'm like gum on the shoe for multifamily. Like the industry (laughs) could not shake me loose, right? Um, And that's one of the best things about our industry and, and why it's so beloved to me is that When I decided to up and move from Chicago to LA, I just had a very tiny network of people because in Chicago, you just know who you know, and it's, you know, the industry is small, but I was embedded and through my connections is how I landed my next job in Los Angeles when I went went to work for AIMCO. And it was through those relationships and um, it allowed me to move across the country. And each, when I was thinking about my career, um, each job change that I've had is attributable to someone in my network from like the job that I have currently to my job at Steadfast, my job at Advance and everything before that. Um, 
So the, the networking piece of this industry just can't be beaten. And that's why I can't leave because it's the people that make it so amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm sure you've helped people start off their career paths. Also. I mean, I know for a fact you have. Yeah, I, I, I love doing that. Yeah, multifamily industry is always looking out for each other. You know, when one person's looking for a new career path or a new opportunity, they're always there to kind of lend a helping hand. So, yeah. So while you were at advanced management company and steadfast companies, you focus primarily on training and education. Can you give some advice to our audience on best practices for forming this type of position in their organization and why it matters so much? I love this question. I love this question too, because I have a ton of passion around training because like I said, my background was in education and that's my love. I love, I love learners. I am a learner myself. And so training is my love. So the first thing that I would say you need is um, buy-in from the C-level because training programs will thrive in an environment that value learning and growth of their people. And so for any anyone who's listening to this right now, who's job shopping, if a learning culture is important to you, you need to ask what training resources are available in the interview, because that says a lot about how the company values training. So it says a lot about you too, as a candidate, right? We're like, you true. know, yes, that's a great question for you, job seekers. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Hiring tips by Carrie Polonsky. There you go. So the first thing you need is buy-in because um, that the training ROI is very, very difficult to quantify too. So you just, you need people who want to value training and learning develop, development of their people. You don't have to have a huge training department though, um, but you need to have a training director who is very savvy at leveraging the relationships. So many of our supplier partners are willing to train your people and it's included in the cost of the service. You just have to know how to work the relationships in order to get what you need for your people. And I remember a thousand years ago asking Ron to train a class on professional dress decades ago. And he did that just as an offering of customer service for our people. Do you remember that, Ron? Actually, I forgot uh, about that until you just said it. Adding value. Okay, but he's a, he's a style icon, right? So clearly he's an expert. Who better to do that class? I think I was at 4Run at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So number one, you have to have buy-in. Number two, you want to leverage those relationships to, to expand the robust training offerings that you need for your people. And then number three is just don't give up. Just keep knocking on that door because sometimes in order to get the approval that you need, you have to present the concept multiple times in various ways. So you need to be fanatically committed to the idea of developing your people and never ever get give up on that because people are always going to remember how you treated them and investing in their growth is part of loving our people well. And you do it so well, honestly. Like the other thing I wanted when uh, you just said that about what I helped train in leveraging resources, do you remember the random conversation we had one time? I think it was like at a lunch or a happy hour or something and me having to mention that my mom is a, at the time retired ESL teacher. Yes. And, remember that? And yes. she, you got like like this right now. You got so inspired. You're like, wait, what? I, and I was saying how she's kind of like me or I'm kind of like her. We're like, she doesn't know what to do with herself since she's been retired. So Carrie Polonsky takes it upon herself to leverage the relationship who <laughs> she had never met Francis Reese, I think at the time, knew <laughs> of her. And she said, I would love to talk to your mom. Check this out, Martin. I don't even know if you know. And for the industry, I think this is brilliant. And you should steal Carrie Polonsky's idea. 
is she said, I would love for her to come and train at the time, particularly my maintenance team, to build up their link, their language skills, their English, so that we could communicate with obviously management, uh, residents, you know, all of the above. So of course I called my mom. She's like, oh my God, okay, I don't care what they pay me. Like, yes, you know. Uh, <laughs> and she did it. And Carrie, do you want to share like what the takeaway was from that? I remember you being so inspired after it. I have to tell you, even today, this is maybe 10 years later, one of the most, or definitely the most impactful training I've ever offered in my entire career. And I have offered thousands of training courses. Um, But this one, so this was conducted over a series of maybe 12 weeks, eight weeks, something like that. We structured it so that The company would pay for half of it and the employee had to pay for the other half of it because we wanted them to have skin in the game. But it was a tiny amount of money. It was maybe like $75 or I mean, it was like a a nothing amount of money. But I, I felt very passionately about having them financially commit to it because I wanted them in the entire 12 week series. And the difference in these men and women who walked into the room on day one and walked out on day eight was like night and day, the confidence that they had in themselves, like even just in the way they physically walked in and out of the room, you could tell the difference in them. And I will never forget. I'm, I'm forever indebted to Francis and to you for even just mentioning it that one day, um, because I know it made a huge difference in the lives of those people. And yeah, thank you and for sharing that. And again, I we we celebrate that in our family too about just the difference she's made in obviously many people's lives throughout her career. But in particular, because I saw I came from multifamily, obviously, you know, I saw I worked with my maintenance team. I too actually I've kind of perfected my Spanish just in working in my years in multifamily to find that middle ground between me and my team at the time. And I remember being there. I as you know, I I made in some pop pop in appearances. So I remember seeing, I think I was at the graduation and I remember seeing the, just the camaraderie and the connection. I remember you, I think at one point, I mean, I hope I'm not overstating this, but you even like what you got from your employees, you knew them as like whoever, John, Jose, whatever their name was. But the, at the end, you saw a different person in them and you too Absolutely. had a profound love and the, the love and respect they had for you was phenomenal. Like, thank you for bringing this to us. So I don't know what importance it had for their personal career path. I guarantee it probably made an impact, but their personality, their personal life is really what it comes down to for training. And I think that that's where you said it, it shows a lot about the company and how you mm-hmm. do it. Um, so yeah, yeah. That, that took me into a lot of things in what I do for ASCO as well. I just want to say you've been our fairy godmother and just seen the value of training. And I, and I agree with that when you said about those C-level buy-in. The idea that you may not get an immediate ROI, you have to still try to quantify it. But at its core, it is truly growing your people. And as a result, you're growing your company. And I can attest to that 1000%. We're a small uh, company compared to like others and many that you work for. But it doesn't matter what your size is. In fact, if you intend to grow, at least you need to, to invest. So with that said, what are some common educational multifamily professionals need to focus on for their personal development and how can they go about doing this for continued growth? Great segue. So I I just cannot overstate the importance of focusing on the basics of leasing and operating real estate. I'm sure you asked that question thinking like, oh, she's going to give me some amazing innovative idea (laughs) that's going to revolutionize training. 
But the longer I'm in this industry and the more people I meet, I I just really feel like it's mastery of the basics. It's the little things that make a huge difference and little things make big things happen, right? That's what John Wooden says. Um, he also said champions are brilliant at the basics. People need to hear things seven different times before they actually learn it. And it's seven times in different ways, which is practically an entire year of telling somebody the same thing over and over. And that's why like just drilling home the basics. I mean, really acting happy when you're at work, like answering the phone with a smile, standing up when you greet someone, like the basics of, of customer service and the basics of product knowledge and having a target apartment and all of those things, like we drill those things over and over and over because as much as as much as we say it, there's always like a learning gap. And so that's what I think it is. It's the basics. I think that's so true. You can never underestimate it. <clears throat> We're actually currently working on, we have a great training and I'll, maybe I'll talk about this later, but uh onboarding training but now what we're looking back at it's saying like what is the ongoing training so to that point mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. perfect no this is a perfect segue to talk more about the different types of multifamily conferences and highlight one in particular uh, no matter what topics you want to learn about there's probably a multifamily conference for you to check out uh, some are just basically your local apartment associations they usually put on nice events that you want to be a part of and you can get a lot of information and networking there optech which is focused focused around prop tech and emerging technologies. You have apartmentalized by NEA, which is pretty much the Woodstock of multifamily conferences. If you want to learn more about a wide array of topics from technology to apartment marketing, AIM, the Apartment Innovation and Marketing Conference focused on anything internet marketing and innovation. And then you have the Multifamily Social Media Summit in Napa, California, focusing primarily on social media for the industry. And this is probably one of the funnest, most in intimate ones that they have. It is a smaller conference, but all in all, I mean, this is really where it's at. And it's always a new group of people and besides the people that usually come. But today we will highlight the Multifamily Social Media Summit in Napa since we have Carrie who is currently serving on their advisory board. So Carrie, how did you initially get involved on the advisory board with the Multifamily Social Media Summit? Well, this goes back to your uh, network like I was talking about earlier um, when I was making all those career changes or job changes within this industry. The industry is tiny. Our multifamily industry is really tiny, the size of a postage stamp, some say. And everybody knows everyone. And there's like a, what is that thing? It's like so many degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever. Seven degrees. Seven degrees yeah. <laughs> okay. In multifamily, it's like two. Mm -hmm. Like there, if, if you're not talking to someone who knows you, you're talking to someone who knows someone who knows you. So um, just always keep that in mind. So the, the fact that everyone knows everyone can be like both a good and a bad thing, right? Because it depends on your reputation. But through my rep my relationship with a supplier partner and industry legend, Marsha Bollinger, I'm sure you've heard of her. I was asked to join the advisory board of Multifamily Social Media Summit in, in the very beginning, the first year. So it's been a really great experience for me. I've learned a lot. Um, from people way smarter than I am. And I have had a ton of fun doing it. And that's that conference. I love NAA also. I um, I go just about every year to NAA and I love it. I love Optech, went there this year too. Love AIM, been a thousand times. But what 
is truly unique about this experience is that it takes place in Napa. So like when someone asks you to join an advisory board for a conference in Napa, you're like, yes, please. Also, what do you need me to do? (laughs) That's awesome. You know, the other thing about that I like about the social media conference is that it's single track. So when you're there, whether as a client or on the vendor partner side, you have some like-minded conversations that can spur from there. You know, you were happen to be in the same room. You weren't like, oh, I missed that session. What happened? I mean, that could be a good right. So I do like that part too, is that, you know, you can carry on and they've done some great stuff and making sure that we see ROI as a vendor for, uh, partner. So love it. Uh, I consider it top tier um, and it's going to be what it's 11th year. I think it is right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 11th year. Wow. So can you tell our audience about the conference and why they should register like in your opinion? So I will tell you, like I said, it, at this conference, you're in the room with really smart people. You're having really smart conversations. Um, the The people who are attracted to the conference are a good quality person. The networker uh, networking opportunities are unlike any other conference in the industry because, like Ron said, you're it is single track, and so you're together the entire time. So for those three days. Um, And then obviously there's dinners and other events that happen afterwards. The second reason would be is because the content is going to be better this year than it's been any other year because somehow the producers of this conference are able to get top tier presenters with stellar content, both in and out of industry. So this year, you're going to be flooded with tangible, actionable takeaways that you're going to be be able to bring back and be like the MVP of your office when you get back. And then the third reason is, like I said, the conference is in Napa, California in March. <laughs> like you want to be there in order to drink up all that Napa has to offer. <laughs> there. That's awesome. Oh, wow. So Carrie, can you share some of the social media topics to be discussed at the summit and a little more about how the workshops work and what, what the audience can expect with those? Yeah, spoiler alert. I mean, I can't give too much away. Um, Let's just say this year, we're going to have a brand new mentor roundtable Q&A session that you are not going to want to miss. How's that if I just give you a teaser? Sounds good. Also, yours truly, Martin, will also be speaking on big Google updates. So that'll be a fun one as well. That's right. Oh my gosh. And (laughs) Martin packs the house. Like Martin is such an expert and everyone walks away from his his workshops and his classes with so much information. Yeah. And I've had a great chance to build new relationships and opportunities with that. And, you know, not just new clients, but also new new vendors and new products coming to market where they're just like, oh man, I just want to connect with you. You know, there seems to be a good, you know, partnership thing going on here. So it just brings a lot of you know, more love and, you know, we're all about educating the industry and providing that value um, without really expecting much in return. You know, we want to push that education and really help them stay cutting edge. And that's why we actually go out outside of the industry to kind of bring that information back to uh, to our people in the multifamily space. So, exactly. Uh, I, I know we're talking a lot about the conferences and stuff, but again, going back to the whole training side, they, this is your extension of your training for mm-hmm. your employees, right? And for yourselves as well. Like there's a lot of C-levels that go and 
you know, middle management, senior management uh, teams. And it's great to be able to have like-minded conversations with them because, you know, they got the the latest and greatest, you know. But one of the things that we wanted, we wanted to give back. We're all about giving back. So one of the things we wanted to share was, if this is okay with you, Carrie, the registration code for a discount to the multifamily yes. social. So the code yeah. happens to be BD102 or baby daddy 102. <laughs> yeah, so BD102 is the code and yes. that will get you a little bit of money off your registration. Yes, that's great. That's right? great. It's a great way to invest in yourself. It's a great way to invest in your people. And it's a really amazing and unique uh, opportunity. I don't want it to sound like a commercial because it's not about that, but no, I know. it is a really great way to to learn a bunch in a small amount of time. Yeah. And the cool thing about this topic is that obviously you have gotten everything out of it from day one and you've been part of it. You've helped grow it and us too. So we're speaking from two sides of the fence, right? On our experiences. Yeah. Little plug for them and we'll all see you in Napa, hopefully. Oh, yeah. So I know we've talked a little bit or a lot about just like, you know, our love affair for with each other. Uh, and I just want to get a little sentimental because, you know, <laughs> I want to know your I want you to share your uh, firsthand experience with being apartment SEO's first client. I know I call you the fairy godmother internally within our own team. Uh, the one who believed in us, if you will, and has always been our ASEO ambassador. I love that. So can you speak on your part of the story? Well, I will tell you, this is um, something that's so special to me too, because I've obviously known and loved you, Ron, for a long, long time. And then um, quickly fell in love with Martin as well. But um, the story, the story goes, legend has it, that Ron was selling me a product. Well, I was testing a product for free that Ron was selling. And it what the test wasn't going well. And simultaneously, so I was a one-woman training and marketing department, which I gotta tell you is like the worst job in the world because like you're not really good at marketing and you're not really good at training. It's like <laughs> I feel for anyone who's listening who has that job, like my heart goes out to you because it it just is a hard job. That job alone. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. So that so that was my job. Um and Ron Ron was selling a, a product that I didn't want. And, but I really, I had this need for Google because like Google was on the scene and everyone was finding us via Google, but like our Google, what is it? Wasn't claimed or Google, whatever. Yeah, business. Google business listing back in the, the Google. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, I wasn't good at marketing. So like, I don't know those words like Martin does. And I was just like, so I told Ron, I'm like, listen, I'm not buying like this thing. This is a disaster. I'm not buying that. But here's what I need. Like, can you help? I need someone to help me with this. Like, because Ron, like I said, he did that class for my professional dress. I was like, all right, I'm going to throw out this need to him and see if he'll take it. And um, mm -hmm. and never in my wildest imagination did I imagine that Ron Ruiz was going to tell me like he was going to actually solve this with his own <laughs> hands. but. But he did. And he was like, well, okay, let's talk about this. And that's when he told me about Martin and like the embryo that was apartment SEO at the mm -hmm. time. And um, so we were really honored to be 
The first customer, I told him I had exactly $0 that I could allocate to this <laughs> this yeah. project, but I was going to give him all kinds of feedback and help him grow. <laughs> and I remember back and, I did. and you did and still yeah. do. And that's what we love yeah. about you is that, you know, outside of being a friend and an advocate, like you seriously say it for how it is always and every time. And so, yeah. there, you know, you should always have those people in your circle that don't always tell you that you're pretty. They tell you that you need to work, you need some work, right? Right. But yeah, I remember uh, being at a loss at that meeting. We had already had like around six plus years of professional uh, trust and work together, right? And I remember just right. like using my laptop and I'm like, so, okay, let's just go into like, what are your priorities? I think it was literally like March, 2013, if I'm not mistaken. And I said, what are your priorities for the balance of the year? Like, let's have that conversation, friend and client and industry legend. <laughs> and so that's when she said to go out Google. And at the time... I was literally, Martin and I already were having conversations uh, way before this. And I remember thinking, I'm just going to refer everybody to Martin and he's going to like help do this and whatever. And when I saw the need in you and many others that I had been, you know, uh, confiding in, I remember thinking our industry really needs this, you know, and who better to work with than people that already love us. Hopefully they can, you know, discount any kind of like hiccups we run into. And um, yeah, the the rest is history as far as that, that benefit. And I remember, um, uh, Again, having the trust in you and us and needing to build the trust in Martin as well. <laughs> so I'm like, right. I think he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. But remember too, in the in the very beginning, Martin, he would do like a presentation and he'd stand in front of the computer and like the Windows logo would be on his face. <laughs> that was my first time presenting. <laughs> And yeah. now look at you, you're presenting at conferences, national conferences. Exactly. On a stage with hundreds <laughs> and thousands of people. But yeah. it's all it's all about those relationships that you guys have developed over the years. And it's been so incredible to get like a front row seat on the sidelines to watch you become wildly successful, which you would be wildly successful at anything you did because that's who you are. But well, listen, when you jump off the face of the earth, which by the way, I, I attribute that to you too. I don't know if I've ever shared that with you, but once I saw the confidence and the need out there and the fact that you were all in, I remember going to Martin and I'm like, I think I'm going to quit my job. I'm done. Like, I'm not going to like, just, you know, cause this wasn't even a business meeting on a business, on this business. It was just, right. and I remember thinking, I'm like, I think we have something here. I'm just going to quit my job. And I did cold Turkey. So yeah. thank you for your confidence and, and, and acknowledgement of what we've done and built but i can tell you and anybody listening that if you jump off your earth and you realize you need to survive you will just let me just say yeah. it you will you'll figure it out oh, and, that was good yeah you know what i mean like if any yeah. i give if my legacy is anything but that statement just know it is important to, if you need to jump off your earth and and you have people like this that you can trust on and that, you know, are going to walk the walk with you. And again, it was very open and candid. Like Carrie was like, okay, that's great. What else? <laughs> um, yeah, and then more, th more things yeah. came along after that too. Even like getting into social media, there is a need there. You right. Know, having a look uh, at yeah. Facebook pages and then that created a whole nother segment. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and it felt great too, as a customer to be, to be trusted, to give that imprint on your business and just say like, this is what we need. And, and you being dynamic and agile enough to be like, okay, we're going to support this. Correct. Yeah, no, for sure. The extension of our social media started in 2014 because at the time we had rumblings already from it being rep and social being such a, a key component in your rankings and SEO. And you're mm -hmm. like, guess what? We need to focus on that too. Hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
So, <clears throat> Carrie, did you understand the power of organic SEO and Google Maps even back around 2013? What initially piqued your interest in focusing on Google My Business for advanced management company? Martin, no, I'm not that smart. <laughs> I have to rely on the other people that I surround myself to help me be successful because my relationship with Ron was built on a lot of trust over time. So I knew that I could count on him to solve my problems. And, and some of them, like with you and Ron, they some problems I didn't even know existed, right? Because I don't know. Mm -hmm. I didn't, like I said, I was a one woman training and marketing department. Wasn't good at really either of them. Power. So all I knew is that we had to claim those Google listings and they kept sending these postcards to these properties and then nothing <laughs> would happen. And I was just like chasing my tail on the hamster wheel. Like <clears throat> I needed somebody who was going to help me. And when Ron was trying to get me to buy into that product, that there was no way, um, way I could use it. I just felt really comfortable saying like, I don't need this, but I need you to help me with this. And, and that's the when the stars aligned and that's when apartment SEO was born. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And I remember uh, at the time too, again, I mentioned earlier that I was testing Martin out and I've spoken many times candidly to Martin about this, that I remember telling you, cause you said you had no money. You're like, that's great that that's what I need. And that's what you're thinking of doing or your nephew is or whatever, <laughs> but I have no money. So I was like, well, guess what? And at the time I, you know, maybe that was not the part of the transparency there, but I was like, well, it's free for 90 days. We're going to prove yep. to you. Because most recently the conversation that was being had, the meeting we were we were at was to prove myself and the product that I offered and it didn't go right. well. So I was like, well, let's reprove and it's free. But also candidly, wouldn't you say like, you didn't know that Martin knew, because I mean, you weren't some expert in SEO either. So it's like, here's Martin telling you, like, this is some kind of a thing that you can do. And you're like, all right, well, let's try it. Yeah, we had been talking again, I've only sold marketing products, but at Forrent, I remember I was like working on the, the idea of SEO and just ranking our clients respectively on the ILS. But, and I remember Martin hit me up and that was back in the day. Like this is year, like five years plus before even this is going on, right? Mm -hmm. And saying your industry really needs to focus on it. I'm doing it internally for other industries and blah, blah, blah. And so I knew the value of it. I just didn't know how to, to this day, I'm not, that's not my subject matter expertise, right? Uh, I'm running a business and doing other things and growing the team and selling. So we relied on Martin back then. But again, I didn't, I've never worked with him, you know? And so, right. yeah, I was like, Carrie, friend, client, the person who I'm going to rely on in the future to just really advocate for me somehow, some way in my reputation personally, and as a business professional, like mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to walk away from multifamily if this didn't work. You know, <laughs> I, think, I, I think I've literally said those words to Martin, like many times over, like, dude, you know, I use some exploitatives probably like you can't be mm, around uh, right. because I need to go back to this industry if this does not yeah. work and be like, who wants to hire me? Right. <laughs> so those are the definite um, humble beginnings in the early days of apartment SEO. And I remember it was funny because I was everything thereafter, bookkeeper, HR, you know, sales guy. And I remember when it came down to the 90th uh day and i'm like okay dang it now i gotta create an invoice and an invoice them because they like this and it's working right. and i remember after that I remember, <laughs> and i need to generate revenue for my yeah, business. that would be nice because i quit my job full <laughs> turkey and have no yeah. income coming in right this is like three months later i'm like yeah. that would be nice to get a couple of dollars back you know 
And I remember at that time, I when after our meeting, this is another little funny story, and I'll move on, but is uh, Colleen Martin. I'm like, oh my God, my friend Carrie, she's amazing, client, you know, total advocate. Like, if you're serious, I'm serious now. I think I'm gonna quit my job. And, uh, but I'm like, but don't quit yours because we can't have two unemployed people that don't have any kind of income stream. <laughs> I'll live on my savings and the rest will be history. And here we are almost 10 years later. <laughs> well, when I start a podcast, I'm going to, you guys will be my first interview because your story is so good and so <laughs> rife with lessons for so many people. And you would be fascinating. Um, Interview. Well, I got you covered and setting up your podcast when you're ready. So you yeah, there you go. Okay, good. You know what we should do is in this podcast do like the flipperoo where you have uh somebody interview you guys. Oh that's a good one. I like that. It sounds I, I like so. I mean this this podcast was more about you, but it seems like we're talking a lot about ASU and I really <laughs> appreciate it. And yeah, maybe we'll have that opportunity to interview us. Um it's but I was ASEO is a big part of my heart. Oh, well, from your point of view, seeing ASEO like today versus where we started, like any feedback you want to share? We're taking- Gosh, I now now I don't know what I should share that I haven't shared already. But <laughs> um, my one of my favorite things is just to hear you guys speak about a permanent SEO in the same way that I speak about my own children, um, because your words drip with love for the industry and the people that are in this industry and the business itself and um, just all the entire process that you've been through. And so it has been my honor and absolute joy and delight to see Apartment SEO evolve um, and to really become like a beacon for the industry and to drive the industry forward. Uh, your team... Every single person on that team is just customer focused. And I think that comes from like, Ron, what you were saying earlier about, you know, you you don't want to leave the industry. It's like you always talk about your personal brand and you've, you have imbued that into your team to, so that they're accountable for a very high level of customer service because they... People who know you and who are buying into the Ron Ruiz dream, they expect it. Yes. And like they what they expect to be loved hard in the in the process. And so it's really exciting for me. It's hard to believe because it feels like yesterday, but it's exciting to me that you're celebrating 10 years. So congratulations, guys. And I'm just wildly impressed and proud of your success and so excited to see what the future holds for Permanent CEO. I can't wait to learn what we're going to do next. Yeah, <laughs> what we're going to do next. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Again, you know as well, and I, and I hate that, you know, we we went all the way so much into ASEO. So before we wrap up, I really wanted uh, to share with the audience what you guys are doing at TI Communities, because I believe you're doing some great stuff for our industry and the residents that you serve. I agree. So TI Communities is my baby. Um, and what we do just to, to kind of introduce the concept of TI Communities to anyone listening is that we marry traditional multifamily property management with social impact. And we do that through our community events and programs that we have. And we focus on 
five different pillars with our programming for our residents. So all of this is we we have the apartment just like everybody else, four walls, a door, everything. We have a maintenance team. It's all the same. But where we differ is with that programming. And the five pillars that we pro- we focus on are community building, education, health and wellness, green initiatives, and safety and security. And though, so around those five pillars, we build this programming to support the lives of the residents in each of our communities. And we offer it completely free for anyone who lives at our community. So for example, I'm a single mom. I have two kids. I live at our community. I, let's call it, have two jobs. My kids go to school. They come home from school on the school bus. They can go directly to the hub, which is where our programming is delivered. And they would get after school, um, after school help with their homework oh by an educator provided totally by for free, which is great because a lot of times and we're in um workforce housing and so a lot of times in those communities the parents don't have the resources available to them to support their kids in with homework so we provide that for them and then it, like i said it's in those five areas and then if i can just boast for a minute we have provided over 160,000 program participant hours across more than 13,000 events. Wow. And that's a huge number of lives that we're impacting every day. And so when I made the change, I was very, very happy at my last job at uh, Steadfast Management. I was happy as a clam. Um, I wasn't looking to move. But (laughs) when this opportunity became available, I didn't know it existed. I didn't know there was a world that existed where a landlord could really exist in partnership with a resident. And so that fills my heart to be able to marry um, those two things. Cause I really love multifamily um, the industry and I love the work and to be able to do good things for the residents is just obviously very satisfying. And the other thing, you know, we we all struggled during COVID times with our rents, rent collections and all of that. Um, TI Communities has been able to give residents access to more than $12.7 million worth of rental assistance. Wow. Rental, I didn't know that. That's amazing. Yeah. $12.7 million. So I mean, that's huge for families. Like that's the difference between homelessness and not, you know, for a lot of people. And so it's, it's a great company. It's a great, it's a great way to do a job every single day to feel like you're making the difference in the life of even one person. That's amazing. No. And the social impact alone is huge. The ongoing part of it. And I, I think that's something that our industry could learn from as well, you know, um, we do provide housing no matter what, but it's how we provide it. Right. And we're making money. Yeah. You know, like we're not, we're not in it just to, cause we're sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Profit and progress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Progress. I love that. Thank you for sharing that part. Yeah. TI is doing great stuff. And I know uh, personally for you, it was a big move to even move your household. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. That was it. That was the thing where you have to take that leap of faith and, and hope the universe supports it. And it will, like you said, so figure it out. 
Yeah. Right. Well, keep up the great work at TI. <laughs> thank you. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. We love you and thank you again and again for believing in us in those early days. We wish you well in 2023 and hope you have a prosperous new year. And we look forward to the Multifamily Social Media Summit in Napa and can't wait to hang out with you really soon. That's Guys, it. I can't wait <laughs> to see you in Napa. In person. Again. In person. So exciting. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. You guys made it fun. Good. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Any final words, Ron? I just want to say how much I love you and you know that already uh, and how much I love our industry. I'm so grateful for our journey together. Uh, thank you for the kind words. Like that was unexpected and <laughs> definitely not intended to be a commercial for ACO, but you have so much history with us and I feel like we gave birth together. So thank you for that. Uh, if we want to remind the audience of the code for Social Media uh, Summit is BD102. Perfect. Yeah. So make sure to also check out multifamilysocialmedia.com. And that is a good URL because we actually forward that domain to the actual uh, social media domain. So multifamilysocialmedia.com will take you directly there so you can register, check out, get more information about the conference. And remember, code is BD102. And also, don't forget to check out TI Communities. Dot com and check them out over there and see what they got going on. Also remember, you're subscribe. not going to want to miss Martin's. Oh, my class. Oh. <laughs> big yeah. updates. Yeah. Also, we'll be doing a big session on that. So yeah, please come check us out. Check wow. out our booth as well. We will be there representing. Uh, so we look forward to it. And we're going to, we always have a blast. So it's always a good time. Also audience, please remember to subscribe to the multifamily podcast. If you haven't already multifamilypodcast.com or on iTunes, Spotify, all the major podcast channels. Also check out apartmentseo.com for your free marketing analysis and reputation report card. Until next time. Bye everyone. Oh, I want them. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the multifamily podcast brought to you by co-founders of apartment SEO, a premier Google agency with your hosts, Ron Ruiz and Martin Kinchola. Join us again next time as we continue to bring you the latest and greatest in the multifamily industry. 